All right, it's not every day that the MTN8 uh, final PR team roll into town. Uh, certainly not Cape Town, but when they do, they always stop at the Sokoloduma offices. Um, and um, what a pleasure to uh, to have them visit today. We've got uh, Brent Carlser, who's come in and is one of the MTN8 legends. Brent, great to have you here. Thank you, Clint, man. Thanks for having me and thanks for um, having the trophy as well. It's a fantastic trophy. I had to carry it into this room earlier. Jeez, like <laughs> I never lifted it, but wow. Brent, before we get started, uh, tell us a bit about the MTN8, um, the, the legends yeah. that they've brought on board and, and what you, how you guys uh, make sure that everybody knows uh, about the MTN8 uh, competition yeah. and what you're doing to, to activate the, the football lovers uh, in this country. Yeah. Oh, look, the, M MTN, the MTN8 and MTN, I've obviously had the MTN8 legends now since um, the 2017, 2018 um, MTN8. So... We go around to all the provinces in the country and we promote, obviously, the MTN8. We take the trophy with us. Um, we take pics with the supporters, with the trophy. And obviously, we try and engage the supporters on the competitions that MTN are offering them. And at the moment, um, everybody knows there's the last fan standing. And that person wins, obviously, a million rand. And all they have to do is, obviously, recharge um, with a 10 rand or more and dial star one, double four, star eight hash. And that's how they enter the competition. Um, we also do the home viewing that we've done now in Kailicha this week, where a guy, I think, is won about 100,000 rands worth of prizes. So, so it's incredible work that um, MTN are doing, but also for the supporters, knowing that they can't go to the stadiums, help them get engaged and, and help them try and win something. You know, it's Wafa Wafa, last, last, last fan standing, last man standing. And there's also one for the journalists, but I'll tell you that <laughs> later, Clint. <laughs> Um, Brent, it's, it's interesting that, that uh, a lot of these legends um, only get to do these tours and, um, and interact with the fans once they, once they stop playing. Um, the, the one thing that happens when sponsorship money runs into football is that the distance between the fan and the, and the, the, the player, the supporter and the player, yeah. gets further and further apart. Yeah. Um, so the, the initiative by, by MTN to get you to actually interact with uh, supporters yeah. – um, any experiences uh, that, that you can talk about where the, the interaction has been more so than you thought it would be? Oh. Um, and, and maybe a word to current players about the importance of actually s sitting oh. down with fans and letting them touch football yeah. as opposed to watching from, a, from afar. Yeah, I think, you know, well, like you just said now, the fans always see us on TV and they always see us, you know, in, 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 in the street, but they never... They're very shy when it comes to us because we're public figures. But I think with this, even being an MTN8 legend, we go around the country and we see what um, the, the fans think of us, even though we're not playing anymore, how they appreciate what we did when we were playing and how they love football. We see it every day. They're passionate about the game and especially the, the, the winners that we've seen now in our, in our trophy tour. The amount of um, appreciation they have for what MTN is doing for them. So we... We as legends, we, we want to thank MTN for always in, involving us and including us and making us feel special again because once you're away from the game for six months, after six months, you you lost. Nobody knows you anymore. You're gone, you know. Sure. So for them to bring us back and let us do some work and interact with the supporters and the clubs and the fans again, it's brilliant. Before we get to uh, to the final um, and, and talk a little bit around that, uh, as a legend, uh, any favorite memory of the, uh, the MTN8 format? Jeez, uh, I've got a bad one actually for the MTN8. But I've, obviously the competition before that was called something different. I did win it with um, um, 
Mamelodi Sundowns. I scored the winning goal in that in that final, and it was obviously dedicated to Kifli Remy, one of our our, our 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 heroes. You know, um, may his soul rest in peace. Yes, but I think um, MTN eight, the first MTN eight tournament, I got a red card in the final <laughs> against Iwizaka the Chiefs, and Jimmy Tao caused that. But anyway, but I enjoy the tournament because look, three games mm. in a final and. Eight million ran up for grabs. It's a big payday for the it's players. A big payday for the players. A big payday before December holidays, <laughs> which some of us obviously wanted all the time. <laughs> but it's, it's great, you know what MTN is doing. MTN eight is doing an MTN. Uh, it's the biggest tournament in the country. It's the most expensive tournament in the country, and you only have to play four games. Sure. So let's move to uh, before we get to this final. Let's move to Gavin Hunt's baptism <laughs> of fire. Two Soweto derbies in the MTN eight. Uh, first up, uh, in between there was a Sundowns game. Um, one of the toughest starts ever. Were you surprised to see the capitulation of Kaiser Chiefs uh, in the MTN 8 against the uh, Orlando Pirates? Yes, I actually was surprised. Even though, look, after the first league already, everybody was saying Chiefs, um, Chiefs are, are, are miles behind Pirates and, and, and Sundowns to a certain extent. But I was surprised because I thought they'll giving a little bit more in the second league. They'll give mm. a bit more bite and, you know, they'll show a bit more aggression, aggression and things like that. But it, it just felt like a repeat of what happened in the first league. And I don't, I don't, um, I don't know Gavin to be like that. Uh, I know him to be somebody who's full of energy, wants the players to do their best first. He doesn't worry about the technical side and that about it, but put in the effort, you know. And mm. I, didn't, I didn't see that from the boys in the, in the two legs. I'm sure it's something that will change over time. But I know it's a bit difficult for him now because everybody knows if he had the opportunity to sign some mm-hmm. players, he would mm-hmm. have signed probably quite a few who have gone to other teams that are doing sure. well now. Sure, Hunty, is he the right guy for, for Kaiser Chiefs? I think now, yes, he is. There isn't, there isn't another uh, uh, coach locally that I think has done what he's done and deserves uh, 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 to coach um, Kaiser Chiefs, you know, the biggest team in the country. So I think he deserves this. It's an opportunity for him also to, to show the people that he can coach Mm-hmm. The big teams, are, he hasn't coached Chiefs, Pirates or Sundowns yet, so this is an opportunity for him to show if he can do it. And I believe in him, you know, I think it's going to take, take time. I think next season you'll probably have a team that can compete. But this season you never know, so it's still early days. Sure, sure. Um, you mentioned Sundowns earlier. Were you surprised to see them not get to the final considering uh, the depth of their squad? Yeah, obviously a team that everybody would consider to go all the way for any competition, any anything in the country at the moment. They've got the best and biggest squad of all the teams and they've got the budget. So they surely should have been in the final. But like I said, form on the day, especially in the cup competitions, that's mm. what counts. Suelele, mm. I think that's why they were, they're my favourites. I think to take it, they've, I think just before COVID hit, just before the bubble, they turned the corner last season under bad circumstances sure. at the club. Sure. And to come out where they are now, two cup finals in 50 50 yeah, weeks. Got to take 50 your hat off to Maduka yeah. for what he's doing there. John's incredible. So this is their second final in 50 days, which is brilliant. 50 weeks or whatever it is, it's brilliant for them. Okay. Talk. Uh, looking at the final, uh, from the outside looking in, you everyone obviously goes Pirates-Celtic. This should be some much-needed silverware for uh, Orlando Pirates <laughs> fans. Um, they, they're, they're starting to look very, very good. Um, obviously, they had a hiccup with their, their coach having to, to travel back home because of a, a, a family situation. Um, and um, Fadlu 
Um, obviously yeah. doing a fantastic job uh, with the side. Do you think that the Buccaneers are, are going to get their, their hands on the silverware? Um, or do you think uh, Siwilele will, will, will su- surprise them on the day? I think Alana Pardestana, look, they do stand a very good chance of, 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 of getting it. And I think just over those two legs in the semis, you know, beating your, your arch, arch rivals, I'm sure even without the crowd, the, the players were still nervous. They still had those butterflies. And that is why I say I, I can't understand how Chiefs are out at the moment because they played with a team that they played with last season that they almost won the league. Mm-hmm. And Pirates quite often have a new team at the moment. Sure. They've got a new team with players that are just exciting me at the moment, you know. So I think Pirates, I, th- I hope it's going to be a lot of goals in the game because they look like two quality attacking teams. Mafigizolo, Mapena on the one side, and then you've got um, the new boy from Wits. And obviously, um, Pule and them, they're doing well. So, But I, I still feel Celtics going to take it. I think Pirates have a quality team, but I, I think they're going to they're gonna do well in the league this year. But I don't think in the cup. Okay, fans, sports fans, well, there you, <laughs> you, you heard it here first. Brent Collins uh, putting his uh, head on the block. Siwalele to beat Orlando yeah. Pirates. Brenty, thanks for your time and all the best for the rest of the, the tour with MTN8. Thanks, Clintman, and thanks to Sakaladuma for having us. Mr. September visiting me in November. Tabo <laughs> September, the legend. How are you, sir? I'm awesome. I'm awesome, Clint. It's good to be here. Thanks um, for the invite. MT, MTN8, uh, the, 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 the legends don't come to Cape Town uh, that often, but when they do, they yeah. come to Sokoloduma. We have um, to. And, uh, and it's always great to see you. Tell us a bit about um, this whole legend process and being involved. What, what, do, what do MTN make you do? What, what do you have to do uh, to, to, to get this legend status? It's just an honor to be, to be called a legend. I think yeah, we have to appreciate that. Uh, but uh, our campaign is more about um, informing people, giving more education in terms of the competitions that they run and uh, about the whole tournament, how, it, how it's um, the prediction and... Um, all the ins and outs of, of the tournament and the players that we think are going to shine in the tournament. So we share our knowledge about football um, with the fans and, uh, of course, using you guys um, in the media to, to spread the message. Talking about uh, 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 mixing with the fans and, and finding out who their favourite players are, especially in this tournament, who excites Tabo September right now? Uh, uh, in, in, in the MTN8 uh, and even, even in the teams that are knocked out. Who will, give us your top Give us your top eight players right now that you enjoy watching. That if if that game is going to be on TV, you're going to make uh, um, you're going to make an effort to watch it because you enjoy watching a certain player. And, and tell us why. I think uh, first one would be my banner from Celtics. I think he's more of um, beautiful football to watch. His touches, his his movement of the, of the game, and how he brings all these players around him to play to play in sync with him. Uh, it just shows. How football is not a one-man sport. Okay. And um, yeah, I mean Clayton Daniels, at super sport. I think the robust defending and um, you know that uh, Arra, he doesn't swearing take prisoners. And <laughs> he doesn't take prisoners on the field. So yeah, you get excited to watch that him and Tyson. I think at Orlando Pirates, Shachwayo. Uh, okay. I think it's one of the defenders that I always want to watch in terms of positioning and how they command the defense. Um, Ronan Williams, the goalkeeper at um, Super sport. Um, I think also how he's grown in front of me as well. It, it has contributed to to me trying to see how how far he's, he's been going, you know. And um, yeah, if I if I look further, I think um, 
Sipombule, he didn't play yet in the, in the tournament, so mm -hmm. he missed out, but um, he's one of the players that I always like to watch. Uh, at, at Mamelodi Sundowns. That's a long you range. Think, yeah. yeah, you would think something special is going to come out of a game when he's around. And Dandile Jali with his also attitude on the game sure. and uh, no care, uh, no respect for other opponents. And uh, that was, that's what you need in football sometimes. Um, cool. Yeah. I, I think that's eight of my counting, but I'm not sure. <laughs> One of the things MTN8 does very well is they, they bring these legends and they let them interact with fans. So fans get to touch the face of football. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and that's an incredible experience, much needed. A lot of the clubs don't allow this to happen when the players have legendary status as players and, and the gap seems to, to, to just be wider and wider and wider. How important is it for club owners, uh, clubs, to interact with their fans where, where that interaction is real as opposed to behind a barrier uh, or, or, uh, or for 10 meters away taking photos. How important is it to be able to sit with fans and talk football and let them touch football? That's very important. I think our fans get to understand exactly what the club is, is the thinking behind it. So when you get legends, people that have played for a certain team, they talk about the culture of the club to the players mm -hmm. and uh, also the new players that are coming are coming through and the fans also they get to understand how the new players they get integrated into the team so we talk football and basically that 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 closes the gap between the coaches plan and the and the and the team's culture and and the fans so if you have players that have played the game and um are interacting with the supporters, they get to understand what the planning is about in terms of the coach. And uh, that's a big gap that needs to be closed, but it seems to be getting, like you said, wider and wider in terms sure. of South African football because you find legends um, being kicked out of the game after playing football and uh, and the supporters are getting angrier and angrier when it comes to their teams losing uh, this thing of building in South Africa. When you're saying you are building a team, uh, supporters don't understand that no. you have to make them, you educate them about uh, how the change is about. Germany did it before, sure. uh, I think 2002, that was their last World Cup. And then they changed the whole team and crossed them, came through and all these um, other other new players came through. And you look at 2010, they were top players. And um, yeah, you, you, you need change. And when, when change comes, uh, football seems to drop a bit because cool. of the continuity. Talking about change, we didn't just get change. We got lots of money in 2010 for hosting this World Cup. Yeah. Um, Where is it? You said Germany changed it in four years to win a World Cup. Yep. You look at Bafana, Bafana now. Um, how much has really happened since 2010? Um, have you seen enough change, Tabo? We've gone backwards. Yeah. Maybe financially the clubs they've, they've gained mm. um, because the league now is it's getting more money pumped into it. But um, in terms of football, we've mm. gone backwards. Uh, simply because um, we we we're running the the league and 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 I feel and suffer separately. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that gap and that infighting between them, it's also costing in terms of school football and um, local football. There is so much gap, and uh, when you can't close that, when we were still young, we used to play at school and 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 in local football. And when we get to the professional, uh, you don't need sometimes an academy. You get to a professional stage and uh, you can you can perform. But now there's too much gap. There's not even uh, uh, school football anymore. Sure, sure. Getting back to the MTN uh, 8 before we, we, we talk about the final, two surprises maybe um, that aren't in the final, Mamelodi Sundowns and Kaiser Chiefs. Let's talk about Kaiser Chiefs first, who pushed so hard for that title last season. Gavin Hunt comes in 
obviously his hands are tied when it comes to the signing of players, but obviously still quality there to have pushed like they did last season. Were you surprised that Hunty got turned over as badly as he did in the two legs against Pirates? I wasn't surprised. I think um, his first game, it was um, against Sundowns in the league. Mm. And um, it was a bad game. If, if, you, if you don't have the core of the team in terms of what Pirates has done, they've signed Ofori, they've signed Lachuayo, they've signed Monare. And um, the striker as well, how hot are them sure. in the up front. So the core, it's, it's really strong and uh, achieves um, continuity. Is not there, even if it's the same players that were playing last season. It's just that they, 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 their legs have, have run out a bit and uh, he can't pump in um, new players into the team. But still, you, you, you need to have a sort of a base to start with. Mm-hmm. And that's what is lacking at Kaiser Chiefs. Um, they, don't, they don't have a team that they can depend on. Uh, to 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 play a game, even if it's forty five minutes of that game, they I don't think they they will not be in a position of not conceding. They will concede because their team is not a full team yet. Okay, Mamelodi Sundowns, one coach leaves, three coaches take over. <laughs> they don't manage to get to the final. Was that a surprise to you? That was that was a surprise for me, but. Um, as it was a surprise, it's just that Celtics, they, they played uh, a team football kind of a game. They always, when they play against Sundowns, they always perform, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, this time it was a surprise because um, I thought uh, Mamelodi Sundowns with the three uh, musketeers there, it would have been a, a, an, an easy run for them. Uh, but um, Celtics, they've learned from from the NetBank Cup final that they played against Chiefs and it came very quick uh, against Sundowns. It came very quick mm. again, the game against Sundowns. So, yeah, they capitalized and uh, the influence of Mapena again in that game, it, sure. was, it was crucial. Yeah, he pulls the strings in, uh, in, uh, on the field. He makes him tick a uh, little Zavi. <laughs> um, the, the, the final, like you've said, Orlando Pirates, they've strengthened their team incredibly. They've, they look the part um, this season. I know it's still early doors. Um, Fadlu having to do a, a, a job in the in the absence of uh, the head coach, you had to attend to some family business. Yep. Um, Lele playing some good football, um, never out. We asked Brent earlier to give us uh, to put his head on the block and give yeah. us a, a prediction for the twelfth of December. Um, mm. Give us your pick and tell us why. I think um, we've been talking me and Brent about about this final, and sure. I know he went for for Celtics, but I think uh, Pirates is really um, a strong team. It's solid. Uh, the new players have really gotten into the team very quick in terms of uh, understanding the the, the coach's um, philosophy. So, Pirates will will definitely win this one. They haven't won a cup in a long time now. I think over five years. So you 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 believe that um, it's time for them to to win something. Um, yes, it's going to be a tough one. Uh, but with what they've done in terms of defense, I don't think they will concede many goals in that final. So. Um, it will give them opportunities, also confidence to players to go and attack. When you have a good defense, then uh, the players up front, they, they feel free to attack because they, they trust the people behind them. So Celtics, yes, a new young, a young team, but um, still learning. I think they're they in that final because they deserve deserve it. But I think the stage will be big for them on the, on the 12th. You hear it from Mr. September Amatambo for the, for the win. Um, Tabo, thanks so much for coming to the office and taking yep. your time. Um, we hopefully catch up with you just before the final again, uh, 12th of December. Make sure you all tune in to watch that. Thank you for having me.